to prove independence, the NPC has to raise um, uh, rates. They have to hike them. There's two reasons why. First one is the fact that we've got Moody's in the, in, in the country, and you want to seem that you are completely independent to show that the financial system actually still works, and it's still in support of the principles and policies set up by the South African Reserve Bank to fight the target-rated uh, inflation targeting, so which is the 3 to 6%. And if you go outside of that, that means that you, know, you have a serious problem. We are in a cycle where things must go up. We've, been, we've heard this before. And yesterday, guess what? From Limpopo, we were struck by lightning, and, and everybody felt it. And it was, for me, it was, it was just us proving once again that uh, the Salafian financial system still works, uh, despite of everything, how negative everything might seem to be. But in actual fact, the fact that they raised the rates showed... And, and you know what was interesting, Darshan? It was the fact that he said there was a 3-3 three, three, um, uh, a vote mm. seat. So that means the, minister, uh, the governor himself actually went for the hiking of interest rates because if it's 3-3, three, three, he's the one who sits there as the boss and he makes the final decision. So he obviously opted to take the hike up by 0.25%. Well, I mean, does it work the same way in the Fed Reserve? Does Janet Yellen call the shots at the end of the day too, as in this week, leave interest rates unchanged? I cannot remember one time, well, since I've been in the finance industry, where the, the, the Fed has been split into 50-50. By the way, they've got more, they've got a, an odd number, so <laughs> it would be very difficult for them <laughs> to have that kind of experience. But here's what's interesting about what Janet Yellen had to say yesterday, uh, yesterday, which also impacted on how the RANDs uh, actually responded. For them to drop down their dotting mode, remember we spoke about it, that they were looking at dots in the particular 2016 year. For them to drop them out by, by two notches to say that they might, raise, they might hike rates only twice only, this has obviously weakened the dollar quite considerably. And we saw the response of that when the RAND actually strengthened um, to where it did by 1% yesterday. So very interesting times. And it does show that America is actually not uh, immortal. You know, there's things that can happen to it uh, uh, should anything not go in according to plan. And those Asian markets retreating on the back of that news from the U.S.? They did. Outside of Japan, obviously, uh, Japan, you do know Japan's uh, Prime Minister uh, uh, Shinzo Abe is a Kaiser Chiefs fan, so maybe that's a positive thing. Uh, but uh, he's, uh, he's, he's obviously, uh, Japan is obviously doing things slightly different, and because of the strength of the, uh, the, re- the, re- the, the rebounding of oil prices, the energy sector in Japan has taken a bit of a hug. It's gone up slightly. And obviously those energy sectors and even some of the engineering companies or the motoring companies like your Nissan, your, your Toyota, your uh, Daihatsu, uh, they've taken up, including in the space, they've all gone up into the positive, and that's helped them obviously sustain uh, their, their momentum yesterday, uh, early hours of this morning. But mm-hmm. on the, at the back of that, the Asian market, the MSCI Asia Pacific, for the first time in two weeks, looks very weak down by 0.82%. At the back of China and the yuan also declining. Uh, the, 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 the Shanghai Composite is down this morning at about 0.67% as well. So all this, uh, uh, gosh, I want to call it a concoction of, uh, of the reality of equities in 2016. And you have to understand it makes it more difficult for asset managers to make any decisions.